0: The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and a founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast.
1: South Africa, America.
0: Some of his performances at the highest level have been breathtaking. Luvo Manyonga is from South Africa and he's a world champion long jumper with an Olympic silver medal from Rio 2016. But the 29-year-old used to be addicted to meth amphetamine. The drug, also known as crystal meth, has played havoc with lives across the globe. Athletes are no different. It came close to ruining Luvo on and off the track as a warning. This podcast has references to drug-taking throughout. It should also be noted, though, that Luvo's story isn't just one of sadness. It's also about hope, believing in yourself and your dreams. We welcome Luvo, and he was already laughing and smiling as he sat down with myself and my colleague Evelyn Water to tell his truly unbelievable story.
1: Olympic Channel Podcast
0: a world champion long jumper, a two-time Diamond League winner, the Commonwealth Games champion, an Olympic silver medalist. And not only that, his life story is one of true inspiration. We've also got (laughs) award-winning journalist with you, laughing along, Evelyn Water.
1: Thank you very much for having time to to, to speak with me. It's it's wonderful to have a moment like this.
0: So let's go back to 1991 and uh, growing up and if you could just talk about where you grew up and uh, where you're from
1: born and bred in the western cape um in a small town called Mbekwene. it's in in Powell. like i was like capital city is like power i grew up in, in like in the township um, with a family of five with five mom dad, my two siblings my brother and my sister um i grew up like Fantastic. I grew up in a a warm family. Um, My parents were like, they love me so much. They do everything for me. And growing up, um, I didn't have any um, like hiccups or struggling, whatever. Even though my mom was not our world um, in financially, she was not like. I I couldn't have like a phone until I got it for myself when I'm starting doing athletics understand because she was not earning so much and my mom's like a domestic worker she's like earning. I I can't say I don't know how much it is in in, in dollars or pounds she's earning 100 rand in 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 South African um, currency and my dad she was he was um um, forklift you know that I don't know how you call it. Yeah, it's correct. Um, forklift. forklift. Yeah, forklift driver. driver. Yes, yes. But um, he like he lost his job um before I start even started at uh, Athletics 2008. Yeah, so yeah, everything was, was 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 fine. Everything was fantastic, even though we were um, we were like um getting like small salary. My mom who, who she could like make sure that everything is sorted, even though like we will sometimes will. Go to bed with not enough food, and I said, but she will make sure that we go to sleep with full tummy. You understand? And that was not a problem. You understand? Even my dad was also providing with his salary that he was getting from the um, alcohol factory. Yeah, like um, I won't I won't say that there was too much struggle growing up. We were we were okay. We were like no like normal normal people. That you know, so we not, um, I was not brought up in, in fancy things. You know, so and everything that I have now, I really appreciate every single thing. You know, so and because I worked so hard. Whatever I have now, because of my mom, my dad, like they showed me how to appreciate things. Because things that you grew up not having, once you have them, just make sure you appreciate them. Because they, things they come and go. understand that moment you have with those things just make sure you use that moment after that they're gone. you understand and then you're gonna regret like why didn't i enjoy that 2012
0: looked to be louvo's year he was becoming one of the best long jumpers in his country he had a really successful 2011 season to build upon and then a notification came up on his phone his bank account was filled with 80,000 rand from a competition he had won the previous season. At the time, this was the equivalent of about 10,000 US dollars. It was a lot of money for Luvo. And from there, his life unravelled. Can you describe how you just felt on that day and, and what, that, what that meant to you on that day?
1: <laughs> I got a message, a notification on my, on my phone. I'm like, What? Eighty thousand in my bank. Are you serious? (laughs) I went off. I took off. (laughs) off, I took off like
0: not in a long jump way. Not in a
1: long jump way. I I took off. Sprinted. Sprinted to the nearest taxi to take me to town. To the to to town. To the city. I went. I went to the city. I went to the the shopping to, to, to buy some clothing. And when I got there, um, the clothes I was wearing, I left them in their shop. (laughs) 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 Because I'm rich, (laughs) it was so strong. (laughs) Um, I I left my clothes there, I got the new clothes, I bought myself like a chain, earrings, new shoes, I I did a tattoo. This is all on the first day. On the first day, tattoo on my, my leg and yeah, both. From there, I'm going back to, back to the township to go ball. I'm balling, like, come on, like, everyone must know, like, Luvo is there, is alive. <laughs> so I went to buy some alcohol, like, from that, thing escalated, because I don't want to be drunk so bad. I want to keep my, 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 my drinking, you know, like the G. Right. <laughs> so i asked one of the guys like um can you get something that can like keep my level you understand i said no bro i got you i got something that see introduced me to to crystal meth. and then on that first day like i pushed because i have so much money 80,000, 80,000 in the in, in the hood it's just a lot of money <laughs> so we bought that and my first hit, i didn't feel nothing I did a second hit, I didn't feel nothing. I think I took five hits until I felt something. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is life. I was <laughs> like, yeah, let's go drink some more. Drinking, maybe I'll spend drinking like one hour and start to feel like a little bit drowsy. Let's go do another one, just to, to balance. It's like a, a roller, mi- coaster. Yeah, roller coaster ride, like it's doing this alcohol I'll leave alcohol there because I know I can, I can buy another one if I'll go and, and smoke when I come back there's no more alcohol I don't mind I have money buy another one
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah from the like I got like I have this this um, um, personality addictive personality once I do something I go all out so I got hooked on the first first go. So it, it went until the money runs dry. And that changed my life completely to be a good person to a bad guy. I was stealing phones. Like your phone like sitting there. Yeah, I'm very once, sad, w- once you look away, I'll take your phone and go sell it. I want to buy my, 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 my fix. I was um, carjacking um housebreaking and robbing you understand so i kind of did a lot of that just to get the fix you understand know i didn't care you understand until the day i got suspended because i was just using 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 and training using training using jumping get away with it because um i was not tested at that time you understand um, the water will come to me and, and test it as an outside competition while I'm using. You understand? And I did some research. Also, I was kind of smart of my using. I did research like, would, would I get um, suspended if they test me while I'm using? They said no, it's outside competition. It's okay, you can smoke weed, cocaine, whatever. But if it's in competition, you get banned. Mm-hmm. But on, there was this night. I was so high as a kite like big time so the following day I was supposed to jump I don't know and then my coach called me like Luvo where are you and then I said no I I went out and then he said tomorrow you're jumping okay it's fine and I came back at like 4 a.m. and just slept like two hours three hours when I woke up I had to get ready to go jump I'm still on my toxic, you understand? And then when I went there, I haven't peed. I didn't pee since since I slept. I jumped, I jumped 805, I won the competition. They called me, I said, um, Louvo you you've been chosen for doping. And I went, the whole sample, the whole pee, you know that morning pee that has everything. That has everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I went with it and then I gave them all. They took the sample. Me, I'm jumped. I'm chilled. I'm still high, like I went to jump well, also high. I don't care. They took the sample um, two weeks later. There was SA champs. Um, South African South, South African. African champs, yes, yes and i was just, i was going to warm up like ready to to, to, to go kick ass and then they called me and say Luva can you come to the office like i'm i'm the guy like i, I don't even know what's going on like I probably they want to talk to me because i'm i'm, I'm, I'm a good jumper <laughs> not knowing <laughs> so we went we went to the office and they brought out like a, a massive book with uh rules and whatever and they say like choose the page i can't remember the page i open that thing you know like, talking about doping and stuff like I, I don't understand what's what's going on what's going on and he brought that page that's coming from the from the lab and then he showed me like luvo um they got um your sample came back and they have like um two two percent of of of, of um illegal substances on your system. It's called methamphetamine. So you you suspend it immediately until your 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 hearing. My hearing was like in two weeks. I was okay, it's fine. I went off. I was drinking, smoking. It escalated.
0: So I didn't make it better. You didn't, no. It wasn't like the kicking the teeth that, that caused no. you to. So you must have been pretty addicted at that point, then. You couldn't see that that was the yeah, thing. Yeah, like I was
1: like, okay, what, what the hell? Like just, just do. It. I'm not competing anymore. Why not? Instead. And what that, that that drug gives you a a false hope. said that oh, it's okay. Just just do it. You don't do anything now. You're not doing sport either just continue with your bad life. So Rutherford raises his hand. He is the Olympic champion in the men's long jump. I was, I was crying watching the uh, Olympics. Now, he, I was going to take him down. I promise him. I was going to win the Olympics, guaranteed. I jump 8.26, 2011, 20, um twenty twelve, I was ready to kick some bath. And I was, I was I was using on that on that day, I was crying like, oh my God. Really? <laughs> I was crying, like I yeah. messed up.
0: Yeah, so that hurt. so that must that hurts, right?
1: Yeah, but I cried for like an hour, okay, okay, whatever, let's <laughs> continue with life. Let's go okay, get some heat. <laughs> And how did you deal with the news, you know, now the whole of South Africa? I didn't care. Like, I'm, I'm, I, have, I, I have so much um, confidence in myself. I don't care what people say. They won't make me. They won't break me. I can only break myself if I want to. The news, there was news all over. People were telling me that I will never come back. I was also like, if you saw my Instagram, I, ju- I jump over cars too. Yeah, it's you amazing, know what I'm saying. I was ki- I was keeping myself entertained by doing what I love, jumping. Oh, jumping over people, stuff like that, just to get the money. What a privilege
0: to have been here to see the performances tonight. It was absolutely magnificent.
1: If you can ask me, that Louvre, do you have? Friends? No, I don't. I don't have a best friend. I have people, because what? Like my, I I was brought up in in a family of. You don't need friends. You need family. That's where you belong. Even my using, my mom don't know any friend of my. Like I never brought anyone to my house. Never. My mom not knowing who I'm chilling with, who's my my buddies or whatever. I'll go out there and go do my thing, you understand? On my own, will, so I'm not blaming anyone about all the situation happened in my life. I did it myself. I came back on my own.
0: Before he got better, he got worse. Luvo's beloved coach, Mario Smith, a man who believed in Manyonga, died. Luvo missed the memorial. He was high on what's called tick in South Africa. It's more commonly known everywhere else as crystal meth. A few more years of chaos ensued. The South African National Olympic Committee eventually convinced Luvo to turn his back on his drug taking. And in 2015, he did. The South African Manonga coming up for his fourth round attempt. And that looks good, it looks long. The following year, he finished ahead of 2012 Olympic champion Greg Rutherford at the Olympic Games in Rio. He smashed into that takeoff board. An Olympic
1: silver medal.
0: The arms go up, he knows the result now.
1: How special (laughs) is this moment? Really special this moment. I've been praying about it and I've been waiting for it. It's been a long season. And now it's it happening. Uh, I'm very proud of myself.
0: LUVO WAS WELL AND TRULY BACK. And in 2017, he became world champion in London.
1: Wow, 20, 2017 was like, oh my god. Was it intense, yeah? Um, before winning that medal, I, like, there was so much pressure because of the jump I did, like eight sixty five in, in Portestrum, like everyone was like on my shoulder. Like, you have to win that because you already jumped that far. I was so tense. But um I managed to get it in the middle. I like, you know like after seeing um um Lawson after his jump like I broke down like in tears if you can remember like on the runway I, kneel down and just start crying. On that moment, I was like, wow. All the struggles, all the pain, all the tears of my mom, my sister, the prayers that my mom prayed for me. And the people who were real to me, who was praying for me, for, for me to be that person on that podium, it was like. A, the best moment happened in my life. Like, I felt like God was in my presence in that moment. Every prayer was answered. I never, I never had a moment of or a dream to be in in a podium with gold medal. Like, world, to be a world champ is not something that you get anytime. There's the whole world fighting for one medal. I was like, like I beaten the whole world. I'm the, I'm number one, in the whole entire earth. It was so beautiful. It was breathtaking moment. Wow, like I will never forget it. I, I have so much story to tell my <laughs> grandchildren. <laughs>
0: The world record in long jump was set the year Luvo was born, in 1991, by Mike Powell, 8.95 metres. It's a record Luvo has given a lot of thought.
1: Like I watched this video for, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I lost count. Because of, um, I can relate so much because I'm, as, a, as myself, as a long jumper. And I'm quite, like, thinking, how did they do it? You understand? Like, what technology, what was the... The, the system at that time, like 1991, there was no much what we have now, you understand? And they're jumping like that. It's crazy. That's, this is like, it's not normal. And I said, but it's, it's been done by some, I had, I had a chat with uh, Mike Powell a couple of times, like he was saying that it's possible. It can be done. And watching this video, like give me so much goosebumps. Like, I'm like, oh my God. I've jumped 865, 30 centimeters away. So, like I felt it. not it's possible to be done. It can be done. So I can't wait for that day. Another day will come, but I don't know when. But it's it's gonna come.
0: Yeah, because I mean it's almost mythical, isn't it? The uh, the nine meters. It's like that 10 second barrier or the Kipchoge two hour marathon barrier. Do you think that will happen in our Definitely. lifetime?
1: Like uh, after this world champ, like this, 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 this Jamaican kid gay wow, like 869. So the game, the game have changed like 360. And, um, now we have like different, different competition. Everyone has to step up. You understand to, to win, uh, like a major competition. Now is not <laughs> jumping 840. No, no, no favorites. Like anyone can make it, Like it's, it's, it's open, you know what I'm saying? So nine meters will come, like definitely. It's, it's either like in Tokyo or before Tokyo. Because everyone in long jump is aware of there's a big jump coming. It's not just that I have to hold back, no. Everyone just have to just jump like they never jumped before, yeah.
0: The 2019 World Championships in Doha didn't go to plan for Luvo. He came fourth. But 2020 is an Olympic year and Luvo has some big ambitions.
1: 2019 is a wake up call year for me um, because I was so comfortable. I was in my comfort, comfortable zone of I'm the champ. Um, I can jump 850 easily. And I was laying back so much, you know, like taking things easy, not focusing, not um, having that hunger of winning. I was just okay. Let's go, just training, whatever. We can have fun in between. But when I like now, like I couldn't jump a forty this year. I couldn't jump a forty. I'm like, how? But when I'm like, if I like, I play back my whole year. I know why. Because I was not focusing to what Louvo can do. Louvo can do like I'll give you like the best show in in the world. I can give you big jumps. I have so much BMT. I promise you. But this year I was so relaxed, so much. Like I was not giving myself that. I even lost that confidence, like in the competition. Like ah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm just, I will go to the competition, just go, just to go, you understand, but, um, I'm happy that, um, I got this now, before Olympics, now I understand what's going on, you understand, and also it's a good thing to lose, so you can realize that you need to work, brother, you understand, so, it's, talent can take you so far, but hard work it has to be done you understand so this year I was I was depending on my talent but <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't didn't go into plan no.
0: it didn't, it didn't know it did. that. it's pretty pretty gets you pretty far but yeah, it's not didn't non, get you on the podium but no, not quite almost very close
1: the good thing i got fourth like it showed me if you work harder <laughs>
0: <laughs> How confident are you as
1: they uh, putting in the work? Listen, like um, I'm so confident the, 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 the fitness is there. It's just I don't have that firing louvo inside. It's not there. Like it got taken away. The Cuban kid smashed it. it he smashed my confidence big time. But now I know, I know, I know like what I'm gonna do. Like I have to just go there and just not focusing on him, just do Luvo and watch more of my videos. Just remind me that you're the champ, right? Come on, you've been doing this. Like the World Cup, I did, I jumped over f- eight, five, I think three times or more. Back to back, or World Cup and Diamond League. So I can do this. And so,
0: future plans, you always say on your Instagram, yeah, what's cooking? Uh, What is cooking at the moment? And, uh, you know, from a personal point of view, Evelyn tells me, I didn't notice that, you know, that you're, are you engaged? Is that true? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Is this this something? I have have a girlfriend. Like, um, the girlfriend I want to marry, kind of engaged by words. Not, yeah. not engaged. You've got me, as Beyoncé says. If you
0: like it, then you better put a ring on it. Like you yeah, <laughs> understand?
1: So I'm I'm, 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 like I think after 2020, I'm gonna see from there. Wow. Oh. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah.
0: So, that, the, the gold medal,
1: gold medal, um ring. Gold
0: ring. <laughs> All gold, baby. From that, go, baby. I think
1: I take a piece on that medal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna do it in Tokyo. Yeah
1: big big one coming okay so, yeah thank you so much for
0: sharing uh, everything there it's been an absolute pleasure thank it's you amazing. very
1: much for having me guys <laughs> heavy time and, uh, i don't like we, we spend how long how long Imagine, we? just checked in. <laughs> <laughs> olympic channel podcast
0: Big thanks to Luvo Manyonga. Go give him a follow. He is Luvo Manyonga on Instagram. I am at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. Evelyn is Evelyn Water. Olympic Channel is at Olympic Channel across all social media. Right. If you've enjoyed Luvo's incredible story, please give the podcast right now a five-star review. Tell us in that review what you've liked about maybe Luvo's amazing story of one of the ones that we've had in the past few weeks. Now, we've had some incredible athletes from the world of track and field on the podcast, but one of the most amazing stories is Annie-Marie Korte of Finland. She is a hurdler who suffered many, many injuries. She can't even remember all of them. She's nearly died several times and is also allergic to almost all food. But she never gave up.
1: The worst point was November 2015 when I was so sick, like I couldn't get up from bed. I can't even move. I gained 15 kilos of weight at the time. I didn't know if I was ever going to be healthy.
0: Link to that one in the episode description. That's it for now, though. See you very soon.
1: Think like an Olympian.